other words? What's what song is it? There is. It's Blink One Eighty Two. Love is dangerous. I could have guessed it was Blink One Eighty Two. You know this. <laughs> Welcome to our new podcast studio. Yep. If you're seeing this, you're seeing this for the first time. Actually, there's a lot of stuff on all these walls. You just can't see it. All it's like a stuff that's been uh, collecting dust in the basement. Yeah, we haven't hung it up for like two years now, yeah. so we're crushing it now. A games jacket back here. Yeah, got some. Granite Games, Wadapalooza, and then some regional stuff over here. Good old regionals, R.I.P. forever. So anyway, get, making some use out of the stuff that's been Con- get, getting yeah, multiple house moves, wondering should we pitch it or should we keep it? We're Shut not pitching it. <laughs> I put my foot down, we're keeping it. Yes. We yep. have John Young back yep. on the show. We do. Hello. Welcome back, John. Thanks for having me. We're going to start today with uh, something that John brought to us, so you want to give us a little rundown? Yeah, why don't you explain it for uh, the listener, kind of the overview. And and, sure. me, and so, me too, to make sure that I know what the heck it is. <laughs> All right. In, um, in light of the, uh, the Castro firing, um, I kind of went down the, I kind of had a games nostalgia, and uh, I went through the years, and then I just started collecting CrossFit Games moments. And I made a little bracket um, to decide which was the what is the best CrossFit Games moment of all time. And I ended up um, narrowing it down to 64. I originally had 97 moments throughout the history. Um, it was actually way harder than you thought. I believe it. To, to narrow it down. I believe it. Um, and uh, kind of March Madness style, I, uh, with Teddy's help, I seated them 1 through 16 for – different sections and then we're gonna we're all gonna vote on the matchups and then come up with the greatest crossfit games moment of all time i helped very little i might have been an obstacle for giving this <laughs> on first ironic he brings up the dave castro firing because i keep a running tally in the gym so we have a little board you know like <laughs> the open comes yeah i think what are we 10 days out from the open nine nine yeah, so we keep a little tally in there and then i also next to it pdc post dave castro we are uh, 42 days pdc Post Dave Castro, just so. do we have a new CEO yet? I I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen. I would the first open without a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would think that you would have heard about that if if that would have happened. I would think that would be news. Yeah, so, you'd hope. I don't that. know. Who are you? Are you uh, hear any grumblings of potential candidates? No, Nicole Carroll. I know. I know. Yeah. It could be. I know Savan is pushing really hard for himself. But yeah. I don't <laughs> Um, Is he putting his stuff in the ballot box for himself? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. Um, Nicole Carroll is a good one. Yeah, I think um, that would be good. Been there forever. Good personality. Yeah. You know, be, I think it would be good to have a woman at the helm. That would be awesome. I might have bought a Savant CEO shirt. So. <laughs> he, is he making shirts? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it was, it's, it's like an. Um, it's a joke back to the pod, like the Josh Madden Savant podcast, where, like, I haven't seen the clip in a long time. John, I don't know if you're if you can explain it better than me, but um, if you like YouTube it, it's like, basically it's like, you should be CEO Savant. Like Fraser says that <laughs> yeah. to him. And then yeah. he's like, I should be CEO. Da, 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 da. And like, that's how it like the origin story of it. And now uh, it's just, you know, it's taken on a life of its own. But I just, uh, I bought it to show some support mainly for uh, Brian and this dude right here, John Young who's mm-hmm. on the show. So uh, yeah, I don't know if we'll have a CEO, but um, I did hear uh Ben Bertrand was on a podcast today, or he at least published mm-hmm. one, and he was, I know it's been, like, floating out there, but he, like, very laid it down, like, Eric Rosa didn't buy, he, like, led an investment group to buy yeah. CrossFit, yada, yada, and that's, like, I guess becoming more mainstreamly known, which isn't, mm-hmm. but this isn't our topic today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I thought O'Keefe was going to be it. Today. Dude, I, too, I uh... said that, too. I said that, t- texted it to Teddy and Matt, I was like, this is a chance. <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I think he'd make a great CEO. I do too. I mean, especially after seeing him at Wadapalooza, kind of like handle the athletes and stuff. Like, the time, what? Uh, you thought he handled the athletes pretty good? No, <laughs> no, I'm saying like when he came out and talked to us and stuff, like he, I just feel like he cares. He did yeah. let Rich walk all over him though. Before, yeah. But, yeah. He, did, he did, for <laughs> sure. But that did not impress me as nice far when as CEO you, get, No, but I'm saying it's nice when six. someone cares. <laughs> like Dave Castro would have been like, fuck it, we're doing the event. Uh, okay, you know what, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so he like yeah. does like care. He does is, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the 
I guess that's timing, not really the CEO job. The timing of him stepping away from Live and Loud and yeah. Eric moving on, I guess, it would kind of tend to lead you to believe that maybe that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But, so I think Boz would make a great director of sport. I kind of, I really hope that kind of happens in the future. Mm-hmm. Where? But I don't know if you want to. You mean where Justin Berg is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, like I think Boz creating the events, or and you know, I don't know if he wants that job. He probably doesn't. Yeah. But I think he would be good in that role. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that, respects uh, him. Yeah. That place right now, it's like almost be careful what you ask for. You kind of want to fly a yeah. little, li- fly a little li- low under the radar, but you know, not not too low. Make yeah. yourself known, but not too known. So but anyway, we'll get off of it. We yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what, uh, roll us back problem. to what uh, what you got going. All right, Teddy, you want to take us through the first matchup? And if you're familiar with March Madness, this is it's that's it's kind of what we're bracket doing. style. Bracketology, yeah. So I didn't even see that side. Like how many? So how many are you starting with now? Because you you knocked it's, it down from ninety to what? We got 64. 64. 64. So, it's, so it literally is March Madness. Yeah. So okay. there's 16 in four different brackets. And so just to run it down real quick, John, we're going, I'll announce, like, I'll say, it. so the number one seed is the fittest, fittest man in history. Froning dominates on Sunday and wins his last games versus the 16th seed of Spieler outkicks Graham in track Tri- <laughs> triplet. triplet in Tri- 2012. Tri- 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 I'm doing the. Uh, oh, the, the, since uh, Teddy can't even say that one, I think we'll roll with. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Get me uh, off that. Rich Froning owning yeah. Sunday uh, in 2014. So that was like kind of the first year. I got into CrossFit in 2013 and it wasn't like super like into the games at that point. But in 2014, I made a regionals team and all of a sudden watching like Froning do that on Sunday, I was like that. I was bought in like that was my, one of those moments where I was like, I want to make the CrossFit games. Because <laughs> was that his last? Was that his last Yep. Individual. Because yes. this is this is kind of the moment. It's kind of Sean Woodland's call to, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, that he's been known for. Yeah, but, uh, that was a pretty epic moment. Fittest in history. <laughs> um, he, yeah, because yeah, he was like a couple hundred, what well, not a couple hundred. He was points behind going into Sunday, correct? Was yes. he not leading? Yeah, he was like, he was like seventh. And, uh, yeah. and, and then he won every dominate. event. He yeah. Just, yeah. Dominate. Yeah. I'm going to vote. So there's my vote. Yep. Vote one for sure. Okay. They move on. Are you going to keep track of who moves on? Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got, got it. it. I don't know if he's, he's got, got it. Okay. Got okay. Go, go, go. All right. This is a tough one. Now eight versus nine. Seed. If you go, I think if you roll like that, you'll be able to see. Okay. Perfect. Okay. There it is. <laughs> in the eighth seed, we've got Kara and Tia go back and forth on heavy 17.5. This is an iconic part of the documentary, and I think they even used it as the trailer for the video. <laughs> in number nine, a uh, big moment in terms of like, I don't know, I'll just say it. Annie and Rich are first repeat champions. So this is in 2012. If I didn't say that earlier, the first one was in 2017. So this one is kind of a, you know, it's kind of like a historical stat versus a workout battle and um, two very different things. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Annie and Rich repeating as champions is kind of significant because uh, Glassman said, we'll never see a repeat champion. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> and you see yeah. Cro- right. I know he's eating his words on that hard mm-hmm. because, um, and I kind of, agreed with that sentiment until you know the fittest person just kept being the fittest person <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right yeah i mean you think of the odds of that happening i mean it's pretty you know you got to be stay healthy you got to stay mm-hmm. you know focused and then you know make it all the way through to the end i mean for the for two people to do that pretty good but my vote would not go that way i was in the stadium dude when Kara and Tia were going back and yeah. forth in that place, literally, it was probably like a, a, a Super, Bowl, Super Bowl touchdown loud loudness of that, sta- that stadium when that was going on. It was crazy. Everyone was standing up going crazy. I think that was kind of a big moment, too, because that was the year that it switched from being at um, uh, California and then it came to Madison in 2017. And that was like, you know, everyone was like, oh, you'll never get the tennis stadium vibe ever again. And all of a sudden, like that event, it was nuts in there. And so it was kind of one of those moments where it's like, hey, Madison is can show up too. And like, this is a good place to have the game. So I vote for that one. Me as well. <laughs> yeah. 
I well, I guess it doesn't matter what I yeah. want. Yeah. Are, are you buck, uh, are you bucking the trend and going with Andy and Rich? No, 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 no. I agree with you with you all. Uh, and I think this was the first time we got that kind of rise in noise too, because this event was like event six or seven. It was mm-hmm. still earlier in the competition, yep. and it was the first kind of very close workout battle as far as those two go. Yeah, and. Um, I agree with Matt. I wasn't in the stadium, but you could hear it off of YouTube too. Yeah. yeah. The rise in noise. Yeah, quick, um, quick question. We don't have to like go into it super, but do you think it was louder in there than any of the tennis stadiums just because of, I, I ask because it's so much louder when there's a roof on the building than yeah, not, I mean, not, not being a roof. Obviously tennis stadiums open air. So we, yeah. we've been to both. I mean, yeah. what do you think? I think it was probably louder in there. It, I, mean, I would I think, think it so too. To yeah. Yeah. It, it just seems seating what i don't know let's not spend it the yeah. best time yeah, on it but i mean i think seating you can fit more people into the um coliseum the coliseum and it's and it's and inside. it's got a roof on it yeah. so it's like when stuff goes off like like free i don't know if you, you i don't want to get ahead of ourselves but i don't know if like frazier <laughs> finishing the workout uh with the dead the, the the heavy kettlebell deadlifts and then this tia and and uh um yeah car yeah. battle it was so loud but you were so into it. It literally, I, if you didn't have goosebumps on the back of your neck, you weren't oh my alive. Gosh. No, it was crazy. So louder than Flagler. And then, <laughs> yes. and then, uh, uh maybe not. and Kara would trip and Tia would yeah. catch her. Yeah. And Kara would trip and Tia would catch yeah. her. Like just the back and forth of it. That was a really well like laid out workout too. That was, was that the most, yeah, that was the, the most barbells. barbells yeah. On the floor. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a very good, uh, picture scene as far as the documentary went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. It. They made it the trailer for a reason. Mm-hmm. All right, we are going to five verse twelve. Five verse twelve. Ooh, this is this is when they always upset. So this is a good one. This, I think yeah. number five is going to go pretty far. <laughs> yeah. I mean it. Yeah, it means a lot to the sport. And yeah. number five is Kalipa wins the two K and and half marathon row and bird and run. Who is Hinshaw? Yeah. <laughs> this is from two thousand thirteen. Yep. And then number twelve. Twelve. Excuse me. Bad. I'm not doing my job right. Hold. <laughs> Kristen Holty uh, introduces herself and wins triple three out kicking Tonicliffe. I mean, so for number twelve, we don't, we don't. This is Holty's first, uh, first games, mm-hmm. and nobody knows who she is. And then she wins this straight up endurance workout, and that kind of leads on to. Uh, I put, I put a premium on athletes that stayed in the, that stayed for a long time yeah. mm-hmm. on their yeah. first event wins because yeah. we don't know who they are and it's always exciting when somebody new comes on and whenever they stay that's you know they become cemented in the history yeah mm-hmm. uh, i like that but henshaw has probably one of the greatest effects on the crossfit community as far as the sport goes yes. out of almost anybody oh yeah especially how people train endurance and aerobic capacity yep and that's kind of like the really the biggest thing to have other than yep. maybe strength but i kind of think it's more important aerobic capacity agreed i mean we have two mayhem athletes here so this uh <laughs> this yeah. is already biased but dude yeah he's uh he's done wonders for me and i barely even work with the guy um five or twelve matt i go a hundred percent five five yeah john do you uh did we make yeah, the right choice? I, yeah, okay. I, I, I agree. I agree. I'm you could just fine. call that one "Who Is Hinshaw." Yeah, <laughs> that was an awesome event too. We, we get, were you? Do we see that? Uh, what one? Kalipa being in it. So that, as boring as a two k and oh, then yeah, a half no, marathon row would be, they actually did a pretty badass job with it. They set yeah. it inside of that cycling stadium, and like a thou- like it was a sea of rowers. So I mean, you think, oh, what a dumb event. There's not a lot of film on that one either. Yeah. So it's, it being was, there to actually see it is your your rare uh, commodity as yeah. far as. Mm-hmm. It was. Pre- we didn't even talk about the event. The freaking yeah. burden runs one of the best events of yeah, all I know. time. I People know. always talk about that being like the, their favorite event, like to yeah, watch, like hardcore fans. Yeah, it's it's it's. It, I can't <laughs> even imagine doing that one. That was crazy. <laughs> I just um, remember Garrett Fisher being like two minutes ahead of everybody and then just getting stopped. Yeah, <laughs> just dying. Yep. Somebody else died on the pig. We'll talk about that later. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, in our next matchup, we have a four versus 13 seed. The 13 seed is Rich Handstand walks for 100 and 150 feet in 2011. The number four seed 
it's a double, <laughs> double <laughs> moment. Fraser cleaning 380, I think, to beat Scott Panchik and mm-hmm. Tumi uh, cleaning 265 to beat Amanda Barnhart. I was in the Coliseum for this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the reason I need to I need to caveat thirteen before we just all say oh, yeah go for it. Um, this was the first time handstand walking was in the games, mm-hmm. and nobody when Rich did this, nobody knew it was possible to walk that far in your hands. He like nobody was walking on their hands, and like gymnasts were good at walking on their hands, but Rich was not a gymnast. And when he won that event and walked 150 feet, it was like oh my gosh. We need to get better at handstand. <laughs> yeah. And now people walk freaking 300 feet unbroken, and there's multiple. And if you can't do that, it's a weakness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's it's it kind of set. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like Sam Briggs when she first came in and beat everybody in running by yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Like it's just wow. We should get way better in this particular thing. Yeah, there aren't very many moments like in the sport where somebody was in a like a, a specific movement or thing that's so much better than the field like there are there are cases of them and this is one but like they're you know oh like, caveat he still is probably yeah. one of the best handstand walkers yeah, yeah. but you it's know what yeah. I mean like, like but he's so much better than second place in yes, this moment sure. is yes. what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. therefore that gets my vote I was gonna say I, I kind of lean to that oh I wow like, you're gonna pick rich yep. I mean so yeah. here's my my I, I have by contract I have to <laughs> let me let me caveat number four then oh, <laughs> no, I mean this you, is, listen uh, you go ahead uh, this is my thing on number four like yes those numbers are super impressive but I expected both of them to win that event does that make you know what I mean yeah, I expected Rich to win the handstand walking event. <laughs> in like you retro, I mean? like, did you know CrossFit back then? You like retroactively or what? No, I had no idea what CrossFit. Okay, was. okay. Um, Me, but I I'm just either. saying, if I was around, you know what I mean. Knowing yeah. what I know now, Rich winning a handstand walking event is not anything significant either. Yeah, true. But I I'm, think the more you explain that event to me and how I didn't, I did, personally didn't know that that was like the first time it showed up in a competition and. I mean, yeah, like like you said, if you can't handstand walk now, like you're not an elite athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess Just, you have to take it in context. I mean, this is 2020 versus yeah, I was or wait, to be stupid. Um, <laughs> hey, 2019. No. 2019, sorry, 2019 versus 2011. So you got an eight year difference there. I now I'm more impressed with elite gymnastics than I am elite. I guess strength, because because every you, you, there's almost like a baseline for every every CrossFit athlete that's going to be there. So you know it, you know if if somebody's right behind him at 370, 375, and then he comes in and does three eighty, or somebody like where they can everybody else can only walk seventy five feet on their hands, and somebody comes out and walks one hundred and fifty feet. Like I think that to me it would be more impressive. Let's be but, real. You're not impressed by strength because Stephen Wallace is at the gym. <laughs> well, yeah, I see it every day. Doesn't help the situation. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, John, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from your uh, strength. I've seen some of your lifting too, but it's like that. I think at the time impressed people more than uh, than than that big the, those big cleans on the floor. I mean, again, I'm. This is my opinion. So yeah, no, this is why we're doing. This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's um, your vote, John? Or what's your uh, what's your I, thoughts? I think. I'm going to go back to the moment. Like, yes, I get what you're saying, Taylor. I expect them to do those two. Mm-hmm. Right. But Panchik was right there. Barnhart yeah. was right there. She powered like, 260 or whatever, like and, or 255. Yeah, if Barnhart <laughs> knew how to squat clean, yeah. I yeah. think she, she, did she doesn't have to squat for money. <laughs> yes. But she, she can't. She's got this mental thing when yep. she catches the bar that she's just terrible. Sorry, Amanda. I don't mean this personally. <laughs> Not um, terrible. But, um, the crowd and like Fraser needed to do that. He was down. Yeah, he bold. did. That was and the crowd was rose. And I know, and y'all were probably in the building. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You, yep. You could, when like that was a moment where like the crowd was so pumped up. Fraser was so pumped up and he doesn't get pumped up a ton. True. And Tia is the most intimidating figure in the world after hers. Yes. You know, um, my vote is for that. <laughs> Even though I, even though, and I completely agree with your points, Matt. That uh, and I kind of agree with you as well as far as the gymnastics thing go. When somebody can dominate somebody in gymnastics, it, it is more impressive than dominating in strength. Because some people are just, for lack of the better word, like born strong. They just mm-hmm. have it naturally. Yeah. And I know they work on it, but some people are not born strong, like able to get strong easily. Yeah. And gymnastics is all practice. Nobody's yeah. born good at gymnastics. 
You know, yes. so yeah. I agree with it's what a, you're saying, but a, my vote's for number four. I got I, a coin flip for me. I mean, I'm, that's where I would lean. But I mean, I mean, obviously those feats were I'm, unbelievably impressive. And you are correct. The stadium was cra- It was yes, crazy. It was. It was I, I mean, it was. you kind of knew he was going to do it. Walked up, did little. <laughs> Gets the crowd going and and nails it. So it was it was impressive. My vote is for number four. So we have our first tie. And so we need a tiebreaker. Should we go to James on the tiebreaker, or do we have a set um, plan? I think we should go to James. I think James James is a great tiebreaker. What are you saying? I'm gonna say number four because that's like oh, the first hey. time I ever like saw CrossFit, and it's one of the reasons why. There we go, James. Yeah, I mean, he's get, he's getting fired in his third day. It's here. number four for personal reasons. All right, number four. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Ten verse seven. This is another one. This another is uh, seating. I like for, this one. <laughs> this is good. Um, another one primed for maybe an upset in March Madness. A seven verse ten. Our ten seed is Ricky crushes the Madison triplet, and that was the uh, the cheese curd one. Uh, mm-hmm. Thrown it over, and he just. I mean, yeah, it murders it. Um, and in number seven, we have. Ah, iconic Fraser flips off Dave in the trail run turnaround for 2020. I mean, that takes a cake to me. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> I totally agree. That, that might totally actually agree. make it pretty far. To be honest with you. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that was, was a pretty ridiculously you know, awesome I, moment. I don't, I don't think it would be as awesome if he didn't still win the event. True. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, for people who don't know, everybody who did that workout, even like the, the, the testers. The, yeah. The Demo testers. Team. Um, nobody who won the first lap won the second lap mm-hmm. wow they all died yeah. and tia and like in my opinion me and my dad talk about this all the time because he wants fraser to lose so bad like he's, all, <laughs> he's against fraser like a lot but um and uh, and i love matt and he go like i felt like dave was trying to break fraser with that event because mm-hmm. and he ended up breaking tia yeah like i because <laughs> tia is always great at endurance events and i know matt is too but not like tia yeah. yeah, you know there are endurance events that people can get mad in. You know, Ricky's probably better at endurance than him, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, you named this greatest CrossFit Games moments, and that was a moment. I mean, it's it's iconic. Iconic. I mean, he's yeah. Like, he's yeah. like stopping. He's like maybe like I think he did. He have a thing of water in his hand too, or something. He's he, like, no, no, no. You yeah. go in reverse. Like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I'm serious. I'm serious. And then he like did, wouldn't do it. And then he like goes to Medeiros. He's like, hey, let's, like yeah. you got to go back. And Medeiros just goes, okay, and starts like running. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember watching that live and so, uh, and I'm sure like it was super like high viewer Mm -hmm. number. So most people probably did, but if you didn't remember, like on the the live stream, um, the, the spectators, all of us, we didn't know that it was a turnaround either. So like they were keeping it a secret. It wasn't. And like literally as they were coming down Mm -hmm. the hill, Sean Wooden's like, and we've got a little surprise for everyone here. I'll let Dave do it. And so I vote, uh, Fraser flipping off Dave yep. as well. Definitely. Uh, and I thought it was going to be like you had to go do like 100 burpees for time when you got it. Yeah. Or, you know, something yeah. weird like yeah. that. Just another added thing. Not that, was, that. No. That was a huge moment in CrossFit yes. Games history, for sure. Fraser and... So we all in agreement yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Fraser and Medeiros had a funny, like, they were on stage at Wadapalooza, like the speaker stage. Mm-hmm. and. Fraser like they were laughing about it and Fraser was telling the story of like you know hey let's let's run together for a little bit and slow down back off and then he like just kept uh being like yo Justin what's your favorite color he's like oh let me tell you it was green when I was younger and but now it's blue and then he's just like I just kept asking questions he kept talking got tired and then I passed him (laughs) it's pretty funny I also think um I know this doesn't apply to this moment but this that was the first event where I thought Justin Medeiros could be really good like was yeah. was like legit as far as like one of the fittest in the world. Yeah, you know, yeah. like top five yeah. fittest in the world. All right, it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see that event with um, twenty competitors of each division. You know, it would have been. I think you would have yeah. seen a lot of a lot more like carnage, hard breaks, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and mental because that's oh, yeah. a mental thing. You'd that's did, a mental. You'd have yeah. had a, a death march going on <laughs> with a lot of those folks, but. All right. Another or, time or we can chat about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> um, we got a six seed versus an 11 seed here. And uh, one particularly close to my heart. 
The 11 seed is Medeiros dominates the last event for his only event win of the competition, sealing the deal for uh, last year's CrossFit Games. That's a very iconic moment. <laughs> which I Number six is Vellner deadlifts 595 pounds in the 2018 CrossFit total. I was so excited to go to this Games as a spectator, and I had to wake up really early, take like a 5 a.m. flight from Dallas, and you know, could, like, so I missed the first, uh, like, the Criterion race, uh-huh. which was the first event. And I like, walked in, I didn't know what it was, like, like where I was going, and got to North Park, like, was right in front of Vellner deadlifting, and just was like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going, just leading that off with six for me. Yep. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. Teddy's That's in. Surprising. Just, just out of, uh, personal reasons. Your moments. Now, yeah. I, I agree with you. And this was the first time I, saw Vellner be like an elite deadlifter if you go if you watch like 2016 which I get he's a little bit smaller not near as fit but he didn't have a top deadlift number in 2016 and um when they did the ladder I was gonna say that was also right after the run though too that doesn't change anything (laughs) I don't (laughs) Sam Sam Dancer got last place in the run first place in the deadlift it was like that was funny from Um, the documentary and uh and then, like, I just did not expect it. I did not expect yeah. 595 from him, and he did it so easily. And I remember so he easy. went up, he went up to like 455 to like 565. It was like Good just Lord. some insane jump, and I, just looked like a forklift, like it yeah. didn't affect. <laughs> I don't remember um, that big jump, but I remember the lift. And I think as, as exciting as that event win for Medeiros was, I think I'm, I'm I would be impressed more so with the uh, the Vellner deadlift. That gives my vote. I, have to well, go I didn't expect Medeiros. that from that. I know. No, hey, I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> or Medeiros. I like. I like strength it? wins. Medeiros. Medeiros. Yeah, not, Medeiros. You don't say os. Medeiros. It's like with the G. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I My vote is for eleven. Yeah, me too. Because that's that's gonna be. You know, I don't know if he's gonna keep running them. We gotta have a tiebreaker again. That's a. You know, that's a really iconic win, like Teddy said. Mm-hmm. You know, to not win any events and then win the last one yeah. to win the CrossFit Games. Well, and just like did he, mean, did he have to win it? Did he, no, no, did he no, no, no. Okay. He, yeah, he, he was gonna that. win no yeah, matter what. Okay. Like all he had to do was stay close to Vellner, mm-hmm. but but yeah. still to win it, yeah. And kind of in dominating fashion is yeah. just such a statement win. Yeah, and he for, was lunging down the floor by himself. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Because I was in the camp of man, Medeiros is gonna win this, and I'm still gonna think Vellner's fitter. You know, Vellner's still the yeah. fittest person. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, like I just had that in my head. But then, whenever the last event happened, I was like, "He deserved. He did better in this competition. Yeah, yeah. He, business he in the front, fittest man in the world. Party in the back, and, then, and, and then, fitness all over. <laughs> that was the walk-off call. All right, James. So my votes. My votes for number eleven. We got two. We got. Uh, we got James as a tiebreaker. All right, James. I've actually seen both of these, so uh, I'm gonna say like, because this is like moments, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Medeiros. Nice. There we go. (laughs) An 11 seed upsets the six seed. I mean, that's not too uncommon in March Madness. Uh, Oh, we've got one of those grouping. Heavy hitter number two first 15 seed. 15, we got Spieler splits the difference on the sandbag hill sprint from 2009. Mm-hmm. We might have to get a short explanation of what that is, John, um, at least for the listener. Number two, everybody who knows the games knows this moment, and it is that Annie Thor's daughter gets her first muscle up. When? Number two. <laughs> but why don't you explain? Uh, 15. Kind of 15, John. What was happening there? A little bits um and matt you want to okay do you have an official uh, vote? No. okay yeah by the way i messed this up so i'm gonna have to try to fix it we might have to do like an extra an extra thing that's um, all right so uh the oh, 15, 14 13 is gone yeah 14 3 he isn't there yeah. uh, wait no 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 that's 13 4 that's why i kept missing that okay uh <laughs> spieler so the difference. if you what go happened? back and watch this and matt might know this um taylor do you know this i do not no matt do you know it no i do not Okay, so if you go back and watch the, it's on YouTube, and I think everybody should go back and watch it because it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Link um, in the description, the, James. The first time, the first time, they do the sandbag hill sprint, which is iconic for 2009 because it killed everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you Kalipa and Spieler, and I want to say like Teal, Peter Teal, maybe. Okay. Was uh, is that his name? No, right. yeah. no, but we're just gonna is trust it you on Jason? it. Jason, it's Jason. 
I think. Jason Kalipa. No, but there's uh, the Jason Teal is Teal? Is it Jeremy? Jeremy Teal. Jeremy, that's it. That's yeah, Jeremy it. Teal. He yeah. was uh, a big hitter. He was like fifth or sixth in the games yeah. every year, like around that time. But they were they're both really big guys. And they're running up this sandbag and then they start tiring out. And Spieler, this little 139 uh, Spieler, <laughs> uh, goes right in the middle of both of them. I remember this now. Wins this heat. And you can see his legs just dying going up this hill. But and Kalipa and Teal, they can't catch him. And he and he just goes right in the middle of them. And they they like are blocking his way. And then they just kind of part like the Red Sea. And then he comes <laughs> right in the middle. Um, it is an awesome moment. It's not well known. But um it's it's I it's, probably not as awesome as Andy's first muscle up, but it is it is if you watch it, it's pretty I, I have seen it now. I, I remember it. Because it was because when they redid it at the ranch, um, they didn't they double the distance because they went all the way to the top of the hill. But this was only about halfway up yeah. the hill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was halfway. And then um, they did the ranch uh, in 2016 with the mm-hmm. D ball. They did the wall ball. Wall ball and, yeah. did it. and it was like half. It was like three quarters of the hill. Yeah. And then they redid it this second time and it was the whole hill. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It was about half the distance. I don't know but if it, that shows how. Up everybody. Oh, uh, I, I, like yeah. I don't know if that shows how much more fit people were or the weight was different or something like that because they were di- dead halfway up the hill in this mm-hmm. one in 2009 and they'd went further like all the way up to the top yeah. and it was I, yeah. I don't know it didn't kill them as bad so i it, <laughs> I, just, I guess people have just gotten a lot more fit but it's like a west coast classic like so it's a repeat but they they mix it up and make it harder i don't know yeah i i think i'm gonna go with that i mean i've seen i, I remember that you know and, and spieler who is outsized by everybody anytime oh, yeah. he does something it, it's a it's a pretty good uh pretty good feat although Annie's first muscle up was interesting because I think that the word was they were not going to let they were behind the scenes. They were like, if she can't do this muscle up, if she can't get do this movement, we can't let her win. I think they were going to yeah. not let you her know, podium I've heard or something. Him say that a lot. I think that's BS. I think that's just, <laughs> I don't think he means that. Maybe, maybe not. Well, we'll, we'll, work we'll, we'll never yeah. know. Cause I mean, she, cause she got it. It yep. was ugly. It looks like my muscle ups today, but, uh, I, mean, I go was... with I vote Annie though. You do? Huh? Yeah. I, I think just like from a female standpoint, like she was one of the first people to come on the CrossFit scene and really make a name for herself. And even when I was getting into CrossFit, like three or four years after that, like I like she was one of the first people that I knew, and like that yeah. moment I knew of early on. So it's I mean, kind of one of those that, iconic. Yeah, it's got such like a long family tree too of like sure. that and like Katrin seeing it mm-hmm. and going to the gym and all that stuff. So it's, I mean, yeah. Are you fixed the next one? Yeah. We, we good to go on that? Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm confused. Why do we have a four? Why is it? Was, he, it wasn't up there earlier. He, it up. He, he just put it in there. 14 verse three. But don't we have another, wasn't four verse 13, the Fraser and Rich one? Four verse thirteen. Yeah, this is three this verse is fourteen. Three verse fourteen. Okay. So that's we, why I had it out. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe yeah. I missed that. It's my bad. I had to do this like in ten minutes because Teddy. Is my fault. Awesome. <laughs> awesome at, at doing things. So. Making choices. <laughs> All right. I, um, where do we go? So we got um, fourteen verse three. The fourteen seed is Gee wins the snatch event easily with three oh five. Yeah. Yep. Big big moment. And number three. Oh, another snatch movement, but Fraser going touch and go in the standard for 2019. So that was the the grace into however uh, many muscle ups. I think Isabel 50, into it, yeah. 30 muscle ups yep. into 30 clean and jerks. Ended ended with Isabel. So oh, was it? Yeah. Yep. So it ended okay. with Isabel. So he's going touch and go on the 135 yeah. at the very end of the cross. Yeah, what is like last five reps or something like that? Wasn't that, yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Um, um, on the standard, the first like 12 reps, oh, and wow. then he got no repped, <laughs> and then he broke. I think that kind of threw him for a little yeah. bit. No rep. Yeah. Um, and then the last five reps. Okay. Man. I don't know. That's a tough one to me. This is your toughest one, I think. I, because they're both super exciting moments. Like that 305 snatch was insane. How easy he stood that up in nanos. Like just no care in the world. Um, but then that Fraser moment, that was another one where like the Coliseum went insane. Yeah. Like it was just one of those moments where everyone was on this their feet. So <laughs> yeah. I think I'll, I'll roll it towards uh, Fraser. I mean, 
That's impressive. That's impressive. At the end of that workout, all those and muscle ups. What I think is um, what people take for granted is that he did that workout really wrong. Like he burnt himself out on the muscle ups to like get a lead because he knew he could beat him if he tried to start pushing, right? Yeah. If he, he was trying to push the pace where Noel can't handle mm-hmm. it, which is what he does in all of his workouts. Yep. But yep. if you watch, he burns out on the muscle ups like badly. <laughs> yeah. And and Noah gets ahead of him. Yeah, I think he, he starts getting caught. Yeah. Well, I mean, Noah's ahead of him getting into yeah. the snatches. Yeah. And then um and then he just goes touching on and just reminds everybody like, nah. <laughs> like you're not close. Um but uh yeah for me for me it's it's not it's not yeah. but like yeah. like i'm in your camp matt when it's like i'm just not as impressed with straight strength um i mean that was i yeah i listen I, that's this is your toughest one because they were both great moments i mean 305 went up like it was 225 for him it was, pre- it was I, pretty impressive i also have a theory with gee and i think uh i think he um he looks beautiful until he does yeah. yeah, like I'm willing to bet that his 310 looks beautiful, and then when he hits 315, it's not close. It falls yeah. apart. Yeah. Like, yeah, and like there are some people that are that are like that. Like some people look ugly the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know my 225 looks terrible, and then my 275 <laughs> will look clean. Yeah, look beautiful. Like you know what I mean? It's just it's and some people are just beautiful the whole way until it's not. Yeah. Um, and I think he is one of those people. Okay. Okay, that's, that's fair. I'm going to read an excerpt out of Fraser's book on this because it's pretty no. funny. No. Mm-mm. That's too long. <laughs> I know that's too long already. That's too long. It's, it's literally, it's, it's, uh, okay. We'll go. Um, but. Cut it down. <laughs> All right. Give us, Teddy, give us the. Teddy the showed up to version. Miami with. Yeah, dude. Hard work pays off book and was reading his quotes the whole weekend, <laughs> um, which was fabulous because some of them were great, but. Yep. Uh, be- I, haven't, I haven't read it. My, oh. my well, here, Teddy will it. start you off. Yeah, once, yeah give me an excerpt. Let once I decided, oh, short though, short though. Once I decided to commit myself entirely to CrossFit, I bet on myself from the very beginning. Because I was an unproven athlete, sponsors didn't want to pay me very much, but they were willing to double my salary if I won the games and double it again if I won the next one and year after year after year. So there are ways I get hyped before, hyped before an event, picturing myself on the podium, seeing competitors, um nervously sway to the side by side here in the dj play and basically um uh they're the last 15 percent of the event when your muscles are failing and you feel like your lungs are collapsing you're too exhausted to even hear the music and that's when you need your bigger why i felt that moment most intensely on the last event of the 2019 games if i were to do the workout today i would not do a single touch and go snatch at the end of the workout after i've already done 30 muscle ups and yada yada and he keeps going that tells you it right there yep and he goes um, on to say that if I won that event, uh, Sammy and I could be uh, stay-at-home parents for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's yeah. uh, he's like that was another uh, big moment for him. Yeah, and just uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So, All right. what do we what got do you, next? No, you got you didn't vote on that last one. Do we need to? Um, I guess no, <laughs> they don't. No. <laughs> cool. Daddy's like Fraser, mic drop. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> you didn't vote on that All after right. the reading. Now we go to the the southwest. Taylor, do you want to do the readings for this one? Sure, I can do the readings. All right, so uh, number one seed is Fraser and Toomey do at Atlanta together, which was the final event of 2020. And then number 16 is uh, Pichelli figures out legless uh, rope climbs in 2013. So to explain uh, number 16, um, the first time legless rope climbs were introduced was in a workout called legless, and it was just 10 legless rope climbs. That's the workout. Um, most of the elite men, like the top 10 could just muscle their way through this. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody was really that great. Um, but the, but the women struggled hard, really like, hard, like really bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, was this the year Katrin had that meltdown? I think so. Uh, wasn't it Camille? Camille had an uh, absolute meltdown. Well, maybe that was 2014. I think 2014 no, was Katrin. The regional. Re- yeah, the regionals. Oh, regional. Regionals Katrin yeah. did, yeah. yes. Yes. So this uh, was 2014 regionals then? Or no? No, no, no. No, no, no. I oh, think okay. she had that meltdown yes. in 2014. Correct. She probably sucked in this event. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, you can't, you, uh, it Pichelli, takes a lot of work. You can't get that quick. Pichelli had this weird way where she would do like a kipping rope climb. Um 
and nobody had ever seen it before. And if y'all, if you people want to go back and watch it, this is how you do rope climbs when your muscles run out. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but nobody had seen it before. And then she just knew how to do it and pulled it out. And it's kind of like the first time they did butterfly pull-ups. Like everybody was like, oh my gosh, that's how I should do rope climbs. Yeah. And, uh, and then it took off ever since. And she, I'm pretty sure she got second or won that event. Yeah, heck yeah, you did. I mean, if you got through that event, that was a pretty good indicator of how you were going to do for sure. Yeah, um, I think uh, a cool thing with this event is like, uh, Pacelli is maybe not one that you think would be good at like a gymnastics movement, you know, and the fact that she was able to like figure that out and really kind of surprise people um, is impressive. You know, whenever someone is not your, you know, top option and all of a sudden you're like, damn, that was impressive. I'm still yeah. going. I'm still going with Frazier and Toomey. Yeah, in saying how impressive that was. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna vote Frazier and Toomey. Yeah. No, I mean I agree for I sure. When you talk about just... great, great moments, I mean some people are like, "What the hell?" They're like waiting for each other. I, I thought that was cool. It's like, hey, you know, you got your training partner there. You guys are both gonna win the games, even if you fall flat on your face after the event. I think they they both mm-hmm. wear locks, and then they get to you know they get to they get to run you know do the event together. I mean, yeah. how often? It's like almost like your training partner there, and you're actually doing like handstand push-ups, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the pull-ups, and then you're getting run yeah. together. It was cool. They wore the bucket yeah. hats together. It was yeah. probably a bigger moment for Fraser than Toomey because this was his retire. I mean, they yeah. knew yeah. he was retiring. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and you can't really ask for a bigger ride off into the sunset than that. No. Agreed. Um, that was cool. I think it's funny in the documentary when he talks about, like, Noah coming up from behind. And, like, he's like, if you get close and we have to, like, sprint and I have to run away from T, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I love – I love – that uh, just his, you know, coasting through yeah. is just mm-hmm. more than everything everybody else yep. has got. Yeah. It's just, it's so there, funny. There I were think just, it's also probably like, uh, you know, Frazier and Toomey broke it up in like. A lot. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's, you know, some of the guys probably go out a little bit too big, too hot. And that's one of those lessons that something that's going to take you an hour long. Yeah, maybe break it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, have you done that workout, Taylor? Hell no. no, I will not do that workout. Hey, well, hey, I'm gonna let no. you know it took. Now listen, I'm not the best at gymnastics, <laughs> especially when I did this. It took me 30 minutes to do the pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> was there any I blood? Mean, was there any bloodshed? 30 minutes. Um, after 150, I went to singles. I started ripping, and then I was like, "This is faster just to do singles." Yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. tell you, I was so fast in those singles. But I think if I did. <laughs> 300 singles it would have took like 25 minutes um just because (laughs) it just wasn't worth it yeah um no no yeah in the in that workout i'm like this is stupid this is just 300 pull-ups for time whoever do 300 pull-ups the fastest is gonna win this workout (laughs) yeah um, yeah uh, all right so i definitely agree with that one though one um number eight and nine so we have eight dan bailey wins the sprint despite glasses falling off in 2015 Oh, that was pretty epic. And caught them, right? Caught yeah. them, yeah. Caught <laughs> and then number nine, uh, Rich wins a 21-15-9 in Heat 3 of 2014, which that was probably the start of his comeback. This is a this is a hard one, I think. I, I agree with you, actually. These are both pretty iconic yeah. uh, moments. 8-9 eight, eight, should be. 8-9 should be pretty close. So. I would, now, the reason... Go ahead, Taylor. Um, I would, I'm going to go with number nine, though. I just think that was... Really? Yeah, I think that was when he put his foot on the pedal and was like... Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm just I think there's so much like if you go back and watch some of like the videos about him, there was so much that went wrong and all of a sudden he was like I'm not going to pace an event. I'm not going to like overthink it. I'm just, you know, gas all the way to the floor and that was kind of a pretty cool moment. I agree. I agree. I, this was the I you know, it probably wasn't, but it felt like the first time we saw Rich go all out mm-hmm. and and cuz he just didn't have to. He couldn't. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't pace. He had to go all out, or he wasn't going to win. Well, somebody's yeah. got to spoil it. I'm gonna go, Dan Bailey. Yeah, it was pretty. When cool you think like too. not only yeah, John, he kind of looked like Dan Bailey a little bit on on screen. <laughs> he's, been, he's been he's been uh, told that before. Yeah, yeah, he's been told yeah. that before. <laughs> I mean, that just like you talk about moments. I mean, he literally like he is a. I don't know what his background was. It has he has to have some kind of sprinting or running in there because he was is he. He was a 400 meter runner yeah. in college, yeah. dude. He, I mean, he was like lightning, and he did not break stride with no, his glasses coming it. off. And he's like, he's like, didn't break stride, and like bounced off one hand and like into another and caught him. And like, 
dominated the event. It was it so is as far probably as one of the most BA things you could you could For do sure. on, on you, they, camera. They show it. They show it on t- they, like you, like videos all the time. Yeah. Still because it's it's that cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my votes going that way. Dan Bailey. For me, oh, James, come back. James, do you know either of these events, James? I only know the Dan Bailey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you well, I have to because I can't. <laughs> Finally, James. Oh man. All right. All right. Number... I know it's not, but that feels like an upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's an eight nine. Yeah. Come on. All right. Number five, uh, Cody Anderson cleans three fifty, and number twelve, soccer chipper swings momentum both ways. Ben Swift Smith accelerates and. Frazier dies. I know Is that where, really a 12? I know where I'm going. Oh, I go Cody Anderson. Now listen, listen, can I, let me. Yeah, yeah, put, the, put, the, put it out there. <laughs> let me defend 12 for a minute. 12 was, I agree, a big moment. It's, it's, go ahead. But, again, Cody Anderson cleaning 350. That was the bar muscle up cleans, yep, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That event, like, okay, A, you watch him do that. This little tiny guy, you have, has no business doing that. His like, and then his like parents are going nuts, and like I don't know. What yeah. what made that one though was freaking Chase. You yeah, know? I was about uh, to say yeah, the yeah. kid. Yo, yeah. Y'all were in the stadium, so maybe we you were. Don't get yeah, to hear I did the see it in the stadium. Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get like, to hear us, it. Us yeah. normal people do. Um, <laughs> it's totally. But Chase is saying the re- he's got to go so fast because he's not going to be able to clean that last yeah. bar. He said that like eighteen times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then he did, you know, like, so that I feel like Chase made that moment. Don't get me wrong. Big See, moment. I mean, like we were in but. the stadium and I was thinking there was no way he was going to clean that last bar. So I think most people yeah. w- were thinking he was not going to do that. He was the- double body weight. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, when he weighs 172, maybe 175 of the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he, that's a couple. There's a couple times in his games history where he's done like a, a huge feat of strength like that. And it's pretty impressive. I mean, just the way that his skill level at lifting is so good he's so small it's just impressive to see so i mean it did very quick john do you remember the bar muscle up reps on the that workout like was it it was four singles four singles singles, because that's what i just what i remember most about it i guess other than the call was uh he was doing like bar muscle up and then coming down from the bar muscle up he would hit his feet with Uh, then he just straight jump this is a funny story Um, jumping uh, forward it's not really a story but ben smith like watched that and like commented on it he's like cody anderson is an idiot for doing that that did no that did nothing that saved no time (laughs) just showing off yeah just like literally i don't even know but it was i was like holy it was pretty fun to watch though it was it's cool to watch, yeah. but yeah, yeah. My vote's soccer chipper, and the reason reason for that one being up there is this sing- uh, one event, in my opinion, single handedly made Ben Smith win the games and Fraser lose the game. Yes, yeah. I will agree with that. Yeah, I think, and it's not an event you would think Matt would do bad at, mm-hmm. and you know Ben's kind of like just does pretty good at everything, but like he crushed this event. Nobody touched him. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it just swung. It was the biggest swing of momentum I've ever seen in one games where one athlete just destroyed after and one athlete just mm-hmm. continued to rise. And there's nothing like, you know, having to sit on the rope climb mat, like just oh. dejected. And yeah, trust me, I know. I know, Teddy. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, so I, and I feel like, you know, that they say that the whole pig, you know, he was like, I was curling it with my biceps instead of this and mm-hmm. that. But uh, that's my vote. <laughs> I'm going to vote for five, though. I agree with what you guys said. Nice. There we got it. Did All right. Do, what would you say? I like say? giving Teddy hope and then uh, just taking <laughs> it away. Just for giggles, I'm going to ask uh, what would you say, James. James? I'd have said Frazier because I heard him say that like that's like one of the reasons why he started to work harder and won yeah. like, all yeah. the ones in a row. Mm-hmm. So. Well. Drive. He bought a pig and flipped it every day. <laughs> All right. Number four is uh, uh, Kara finishing Murph in, what was that, 2015? Yep. Yeah. And then number uh, 13 is Camille Goes Unbroken in the 21-15-9 and 2014. Wait, so which is it? Is it so, her finishing it the next year or her finishing it like when she's about no, to pass no, no, out? No, 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 no. So it's it's the, the first year that they had mm-hmm. Murph. And the reason why this one is up there is because I it you know, she had heat stroke. Like she, she, finished, really she finished them she both. Really did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but the, you know, sixth one she finished no problem like yeah. this is how I do Murph, right? How most people finish yeah. it. But like that I don't know how many people can relate to like almost passing out and then still running. Yeah. It's, it's like to finish that event is yeah. insane mental fortitude mm-hmm. that I don't th- un- think very many people understand. 
that she had at I, that moment. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Um, and then Camille, she was the only person that did this. Uh, she went, um, she did all of her pull-ups, chest to bar, muscle-ups, unbroken in one swing. Um, and she, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can do that now. But in 2014, she was the only one who could do it. Oh, yeah. hands down. And I would say that was kind of the defining moment for her to win that year as well. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, that probably, gave her yes, the, yeah. the confidence and kind of almost probably like shook people a little bit like, shit, she's... I mean, everyone knew she was good at gymnastics. That's what she's always been known for. But that was like one of those wow moments for sure. That I gets do my think twenty fourteen was uh, was a little bit geared towards her, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. With I mean, but you can you can say like you know, obviously there's always events that are always geared towards people. So and she, yeah, it definitely had some things that were better. But I don't think Castro was programming the events for her to win. Was I it, don't either. I don't so. either. No, was it the yeah. year no, that Carl uh, hurt her neck? Mm-hmm. Or something? Was that? She had a hurt shoulder. She went until the yeah. last, like, the day. And then in midline mar- madness where she had the handstand walking overhead lunge, yeah. Um, she bowed out. Yeah, she had to bow yeah. out, yeah. Um, um, I'm, I'm going to agree with go, you. Go, go ahead. What are you doing? Oh, he said I'm 13 gonna, with me. I'm going to go 13. I am too. I mean, Cara, that was an impressive feat of strength. But at, in the moment, I you're, you're, I was like, what the hell? is She's running sideways. What the yeah. heck's going on? So you don't really know. But, I mean, w- watching Camille – Going broken was pretty was pretty impressive. So and I think as far as one games of, moments, one of those moments that like actually said pe- told people like, hey, like that's when people started doing complexes like on the yeah. pull up bar, you know, instead of just doing which probably was some of that Castro's you know programming it, but people actually being like, oh, let's try this. So all right, seven ten. Yep, number seven, uh, Fraser dominates the field in the trail run in twenty sixteen, and number ten, Akinwali being the only one to go unbroken on Killer Cage. In 2011, and that was the monkey bars, right? Yep. And yeah. And so, I don't know if very many crossfitters just didn't play on monkey bars, but <laughs> no, nobody was really that good at the monkey bars. No. <laughs> and and, and uh, Josh Bridges was really fast on them. Mm-hmm. If you walk, go back and watch yes. it, but he still breaks on the third set, the third round, last round, and Akinwali like turns around, like mid turnaround, and. Um, like at the end turns around to go back and everybody was wondering she did the first two times and everybody was wondering if she would be able to do it the third time and she did it and she won killed everybody in that event um also this was this, and this might sound bad to say but like the women did not stick out very much at this time during the crossfit games mm-hmm. and it was one of the times where it was like man she's yeah pretty ba there's only um, a few yeah. yeah, and no. so that, that's why this one's there. In saying that, the Matt Fraser trail run, this was like, this is the beginning of the monster. Yes. Um, this is the first event where we saw what Matt Fraser became. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think anybody expected him to beat Josh Bridges in that or just kill everybody in that. But this was the start of the reign of the fittest man that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I think... And I would my vote is for it. Yeah, for Fraser, you said I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with that too. I mean, it's, you you very good points on Akinwali. I think there was there was really only like like you said the women weren't it, there was a there was a handful it was like Deborah Corner Carson. It was Akinwali. You had no, they like, just weren't as fit to put it as blunt. Yeah, yeah and I mean like, had, they got there. They're, yeah, but they <laughs> were but like the feet like the. Mo- like look, when you look at this, like the moments were generally coming, you know, from from other areas. So I think, you know, the way that he dominated that that run, I think you were kind of like, okay, this is the start of something that's the, yeah. that's going to be around for a while. So gets my vote. I'm still going to go Akin Wally, just because you would girl power. Would. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Fraser. I figured as much, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six, uh, Barnhart powers through the clean and jerk ladder in 2018, and then 11 is uh, Bridges wins battle versus Froning and push pull, which was 2014. Oh, shit. Um, and so this one for me, uh, I wasn't super. I don't know. This is tough because Bridges winning that I didn't really know like too much about like the guys at that point but that was impressive this like little guy was just like destroying that event and like his sled was just coming closer and closer um but i think barnhart that was probably her third or her first event where it was like you know this girl's here to play too so it was Mm -hmm. pretty cool um 
And at the time, like uh, that was the year that I was seventh with her at re- like at regional. So in the final heat with her for a lot of stuff. So I was kind of like rooting for her too. But um, I don't know. I, I you guys talk for us. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, that was that was pretty impressive on the clean and jerk ladder. But I mean, that ba- epic battle between Bridges and and Froning. Yeah. I, mean, I just thought that was just so impressive. I think correct me if I'm wrong. Did. Bridges started pulling first, right? Yeah, he was ahead the whole time. He was yeah. ahead. Uh, but Ronin you just but, did what Rich usually does, but he held him off. Just yeah, enough. I mean, people were expecting, people were like wanting that Froning to pass Bridges and and ho- hoist him up again. I think at this point, but I, it was it was that was awesome battle. I'm gonna throw my vote that way. I am going with the push pull as well. I'm gonna say Barnhart. You I you were you were. Taylor. Yeah. Go ahead. You were talking shit on her earlier, but that she can't squat clean. So of course she powered through it. Listen, she did power through it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in the building for that one, literally. Because um, yeah. you know Tia, Tia and Cara were in that one, and they were killing it. Mm-hmm. Laura was there too. I think Annie was the other one. These women are monstrous, and nobody knew who Amanda was. Yep. And 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 she just. I'm pretty sure she's the only one who powered the last bar because I yeah. think Tia yeah. ended up getting pushed down into a squat. Yep. Uh, and it was just, it was impressive as in the fact, like, I didn't expect it. It was like, as far as the moment goes, Yeah. kind of what y'all said before, except I'm swinging the other way than I did yeah. last time. I yeah. just didn't expect this one. And everybody builds up the British Froning battle push-pull. You know, you're, it's, it's deficit handstand push-ups and pulling a sled. It's just like, you know, I expect Josh to be great at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... It is a cool battle. I think yeah. it's a cool event. I just think it's a little overrated. I'm going to swing towards Barnhart because I just think, I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where it's like, this girl's here to play, so... Can I change my... I can change my vote. No, you can't. No, no, <laughs> no, we got to go to we James. Gotta James. Let's hear James. it. James. Oh, Josh Bridges is my favorite oh, CrossFit athlete, uh, and also it's such a dope event. I watched it like six times. Josh Bridges is from St. Charles. Yeah, he I'm is. From right here, hometown. Not too far from from us. Yeah. All right. All right. Number two is uh, what can't this guy do? Which that was Sean Woodland calling, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So this was the sprint in. Uh, also 2016 yeah and so i know he didn't win but he got second but he won his heat mm-hmm. so that's he won he the long event on. and the sprint event that's yeah. for a guy who's not a runner yes you know what I mean? or you know yes. wasn't he got either last or almost it wasn't like he did terrible in the sprint event the year before yeah mm-hmm. he got like i know he said last in both of them but he only got last in one of them he got 26 or something in the other yeah. one it was like 26 and 38 but you're, you're ruining the story <laughs> <laughs> But still, uh, yeah. to, and then, to, to come back and do that, like, yeah. and this was one of the greatest calls, personally, I think, um, of history. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. He really, when he said that, I'm like, seriously, like, yeah. <laughs> what can't he do? Because Shout out this was Sean one of the things them. he couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I won't read it, Taylor, but he tells a funny story about this in the book as well. Like he basically being like, I went to my, you know, long time, like I have the high school track coach oh, he had known for. Like, no, no, no. But he's like, he does it. He's like, when I asked, you know, I didn't know exactly. Like he, when he said he'd coach me on sprinting, I didn't know I'd exactly be running with like middle schoolers. Yeah. But, uh, but he's like, yeah, he's like laughing. So. And uh, I also think it's pretty freaking awesome for the fittest man in the world to humble himself enough. Yes to be running with middle schoolers and high schoolers because he knows mm-hmm. I'm bad at this. I'm nothing. Yeah. Yep. You yep. know, and I think that's awesome when somebody can humble themselves that way. That is, it is a good style. I love that. All right. Number uh, 15 though, would be Fraser and Froning tie for first in the overhead squat at 377 pounds in 2014, which was a cool, cool the moment. The reason why this is here is because this is the first kind of like Fraser Froning. Yes, for sure. And, um, I know we really didn't get to see a lot of it, but everybody likes to talk of talk yeah. that, yeah. right? And this was the first time they kind of, and it was kind of cool they tied, seeing as that they, they are the two, you know, two best. Yeah, I think they both tried. They tried to put uh, no. Uh, so so Froning four hundred and and didn't even jerk it. Wasn't yeah. close. Um, Fraser attempted three eighty six or something like that, and um, he jerked it, but then couldn't 
squat it. Yeah, I got you. Uh, but number two, hands down. Yeah, same. Yeah, I would agree. That, that was pretty cool watching because they were kind of having some banter back and forth on the floor a little bit, um, which was kind of cool. You know, it, it was kind of you know, it's you don't really get to do that in any other event except like a strength where you got time in between it. So it was actually pretty cool. But there's no way. It beats number two. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely number two, but it is one of those moments. Like, that was, like, Fraser's for You know, you're talking about, like, nobody knew who they were, yeah. and they had that good moment. That was Fraser's, but he, you know, he had a lot of good moments, and this one beats him. <laughs> All right, so last in this bracket, number three, Bridges wins Murph in 2016, and number 14 would be Easy okay. knocks himself out and still snatches 275 in 2015. Um I have to go with Bridges wins Murph. That was just a cool moment. Uh, being a Navy SEAL coming and winning that event, that is one of those epic, or just like, I don't know, I can't think of the right word right now, but it just means like so much to the CrossFit world. Um, so yeah, that's my vote for that one. Really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Knocking yourself out and coming back is not impressive? It's impressive. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not the saying Navy that. Navy SEAL winning Murph. It was pretty epic. I would agree. Uh, Who didn't get to do it in the year before because he was serving? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm trying to throw some strength votes out here. (laughs) They got called out, but yeah, I I would have to agree with that. Um, Yeah, Bridges. I mean, not you know, dominating it in fact, dominating fashion too. So yeah, that's pretty easy. Bridges as well. I I first misread it and I thought it was like easy. Not like when easy passed out on the paddleboard in the middle of the ocean. Um, uh, we're running up on like an hour here, so why don't we? And we're half, we're exactly halfway through, right? Yeah, we have two more. Yeah, brackets. once we get through the second, like two, it should move so much quicker once we're done with the first part. Well, say so we try, we try to keep our podcast to like an hour, so why don't we? We'll, we'll just kill it. We'll start it. We'll and then we'll start another one right back do up. Do a part and, one, part two. Do a part one, part two. So hit the button, it. James. See you. <laughs> <laughs>